ladies and ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Jake This Podcast. I'm Jake. You knew that. Okay. This week, Nigel is back. I'm happy to report. I'm reporting that, and you're going to hear him. And we had a silly conversation after a week of non-nonsense last week. Oh, my goodness, we discussed Parkinson's disease this week. It's all nonsense. Nigel is back, and we had a nice conversation. I want to get to that in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you where I'm going. Hey, I'm going to Austintown, Ohio this weekend. Uh, that's September 26th and 27th, and then and I'll, I'm going to be at the uh, Funny Farm. And then October 3 and 4, I'm going to be at Seattle Laughs Comedy Spot, 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 and Spot, Laughs Comedy Spot in Kirkland, Washington, October 3rd and 4th. October 17th, I'm going to be in Macomb, Illinois, at Western Illinois University in the Grand Ballroom. That sounds grand. November 6th and 8th, 6th through 8th, not 6th and 8th, I'm going to be in Denver at the Comedy Works, and then I'm coming to the Albany Comedy Works, November 13th to 15th. I'm going back to Chicago to Zanies, and then I'm going to be at Boston at Laughs Boston in December. Those are both Chicago and Boston in December. Look at me go. Go to JakeThis.com. Check out my schedule and follow me on Twitter and listen to the podcast. You're already doing that, so there's a load off your mind right there. You can punch out for today. All you got to do is listen to this, and then you and I are cool. Okay, thanks for listening. Nigel's back. I'm going to get on with it because that's what it's all about is getting on with it. We don't have a lot of time, but we have time for a good time. So here we go. It's just happening. Hey, Jake. Nigel. How's it going? <laughs> Super good, man. <laughs> Turn on the magic podcasting light. Oh, you're there. I'm here. I'm, I'm getting all plugged in. I'm getting all jacked in. Perfect. Well, this is it. We're starting the show. We're doing it. It's yeah. happening. It's on. It's on. It's on. How do we sound? How's our levels? I think we're pretty good. I'm, I, you know, I'm sort of past worrying about levels. I'm moving on. Yeah. You know what? We're all at the same level, really. Yeah. We're all equal. We're all, we're all at a level, some kind of level. I'm at a pretty good level. I took, uh, I had a little workout. Oh, did you? Kettlebelled it up today. I took my uh, vitamins. <laughs> yeah. Doing, doing the whole podcast with your arms in the air. Yeah, I've, I'm going to keep cardiovascular. I'm going to stretch out my neck. I'm going to do it all today. Okay. So, like- what have you got for me, Nige? What have you been doing? Oh. Do you have a road story? Can I hear it? Oh, do I have a road story? Uh... No, not really. Oh, come on, dude. I just, yesterday I I did uh, Murray Valeriano's podcast, and he is also on the All Things Comedy Network. I'm talking while you're supposed to be thinking, just so you know what you're supposed to be doing right now. Okay. (laughs) And uh, his show is called Road Stories, and so you go on there and and you tell a road story if you can. Oh, really? uh, But... uh, Okay, I I got a quick one then. It's uh, it's not really a big story, but it just happened on my last show. I was doing a casino... Uh-huh. And uh, we finished. <laughs> we what, finished wait, wait! What kind of a casino? Let's hear about the casino first. It's a casino. It's one of the the Indian casinos. You know, it's on a reserve, like reservation land. So it's those ones. It's nice. You know, they've got good restaurants and everything. But it's one of those casinos that's like it's not a Vegas casino. It's isolated on its own, and so it's just sad gambling in there. Right. You know, like it's, it's not the fun and the energy of, you know, some people are just drinking and partying. It's, it's just the degenerate gamblers that are in there to lose their life savings. Sure. Or that's how I feel. That's how I feel about those, 
you know, the ones that are off like in the desert and, and or on the East Coast that are kind of out in the middle of nowhere. You drive out there and there's a really nice hotel and then it's like these people are just coming here to lose their money. Like there's no it's me doing a show one night, but then the rest of the weekend there's just gambling right. and excessive drinking. Well, yeah, those ones where the, the, all the pretense is gone. In Las Vegas, you know, it's all sparkly and shiny, and they've got stars, and there's a Beatles yeah. show. And so you can pretend that you're there for something besides getting right. a pocket picked. But these are people who are just like, look, I'm going to go get a buzz, and I'm going to give away $200. <laughs> I'm going to get wasted and throw my money in the garbage. Yeah. Well, not really the garbage. I'm going to give it to a lady in a tuxedo, hopefully wearing a low-cut top, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, one of them one of them tuxedos that ain't really a tuxedo. <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's like one of them bathing suit tuxedos. I don't think they have those for men. Could you go in your preferences and just make sure that you've got your external mic selected? But okay. uh yeah, I, just, I I care. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> I don't oh, even. Sorry. And just, I could just feel it in the groin, a little bit. <laughs> do you uh, do you even have a tuxedo? Uh no, I don't have a tuxedo. But what would I need a tuxedo for? Well, I used to have one because I, you know, in the I was a thrift store shopper in the in the eighties, Nigel, ah, and uh, yes, and I bought some tuxedo pants and I bought a separate tuxedo jacket and then. You know, there was a period in my career where, uh, where I was invited to several award shows and I was wearing my thrift store tuxedo and uh, I felt pretty good about it. But then it finally got a little too thrifty and I had to get rid of it. And so now I'm, I'm waiting to get invited to a new tuxedo event and then I'm going to go out and that's uh-huh. that's when I'm going to decide. Do I, am, I a tux, am I a renter or I'm an owner of a tuxedo? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like in North America... It's sort of one of those things that's almost gone, right? It's not, we don't get that formal anywhere, especially in L.A. Like California, it's like formal is is a guy wearing khaki pants. Like, whoa, he got this guy. What is it? Fancy Mondays at work? I know. Well, the ridiculous thing is that, uh, you know, you, you used to there used to be an opportunity as a person in show business where you would wear a tuxedo. Yeah. But, but now there's not even, you know, I. Every once in a while, I get a corporate or a private thing where they're all wearing tuxedos. So I could wear a tuxedo, but then I'm the entertainment. So it's almost fine for me not to wear a tuxedo. It's it's kind of the opposite. The way it used to be is like, hey, people would show up in a suit and you'd be on stage in a tuxedo. Or they'd show up in jeans and you'd be on stage right. in a suit. And, right. <laughs> and now I see guys on stage where they, they look like they just came in from mowing the lawn. <laughs> I know. I saw a guy in shorts the other day on stage. I was like, really? That's what we're doing now? <laughs> yeah, we're in show business. Those people yeah. are not in show business, and you're wearing your lawn mowing outfit? Yeah. You were in a hurry. Um, yeah, I had a buddy of mine. He got a scholarship to Cambridge. Over, He went over to the U.K., and part of his package, like they give you, they send you a package of, like, this is everything you need to bring to uh-huh. school to get. And one of the requirements was he had to have a tuxedo. They're like, you need a, you need a tuxedo for the formal events at the, at the school. And I was like, "Wow, that's that's different than here." Because here they're like, "You need you need a sweatshirt with the school uh, logo on it." And hopefully, I can't. If you're getting the memo that your kid needs a tuxedo to go to college, just as a parent, I just that hurts. It's like, oh my god, I just wish I had gone to college myself to, com- <laughs> to completion. Because I, I can't afford I can't afford a college for my kid where she needs a tuxedo. I think you're just totally proud. You're like, oh, man, this kid, 
this kid is going to take care of me in my old age. Yeah, he needs a tuxedo just to go to school. Well, oh, for, first I'm going to go break. Well, go broke paying for the college. But yeah, it's worse with a girl because you know well, actually we did a tuxedo and a full scholarship. He so, did. Yeah, he got a full scholarship. He got a full ride over there. So is it too late for me to adopt him? <laughs> I think so. He's got he's got a very good job now. Well, this could be my new retirement plan. Is I just I just adopt high income people in their twenties. <laughs> Hope for the best. I'm inviting them to all the family picnics. Here's yeah. your here's your sister, <laughs> my, my kid. You got a babysitter and you got to live in the basement. So, but that's how it works, right? I'm adopting you. So you have enough money that you don't actually have to babysit. But I'll just tell you, I'll just send you the bill for your babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> you can just pay me for your babysitting. Yeah. yeah. Or you just let him buy a big screen, you know, because he's probably going to want that if he moves in. You let him buy the like the stuff that he wants, the cool stuff that <laughs> yeah, we're just your getting... wife won't let you buy. But he'll want you like, it's him. I mean, you know, he's our kid. We got him our son. He's our son. Son, we're getting your room set up for you. <laughs> Actually, okay. we're, we're going to sleep in it when you're not here just to make sure yeah. it's okay. Look, honey, if he wants to have a kegerator in the kitchen, we got to let him. I mean, he's, he's our taken, son. He pays our medical insurance. Let's not forget that. And he's paying his sister's college tuition and her yeah. evening gowns. That's what I was going to say. She said, if you've got a son, at least you only need one tuxedo. But if you've got a daughter, you got to get all evening gown. you got to get a bunch of evening gowns. Your daughter can't be wearing the same evening gown to all the formals that they have, right? Oh, I never even thought of that. I think I'm going Ellen with my daughter. I'm just going to get her a bunch of tuxi- a tuxedo, and then that's it, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what Ellen Ellen would do. Yeah. Hope your daughter's a lesbian. She, you don't have to be a lesbian to wear a tuxedo, America. <laughs> I don't think a lot of... Just put it on. Of, do they? Do straight women wear tuxedos? I haven't seen it. I'm sure that they do. Listen. Maybe. All the single ladies, put on your tuxedos and come on out this weekend to the. Show. Well, I guess no, you're right because I guess there's a few. There's some straight men that like to wear gowns. Mm-hmm. So, I would love it if, as a joke, when I show up to my next gig, everyone in the audience is wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> I think, I think that's a pretty tall order. It's probably I, like. It, it, Depending on where your gig is, like how many tuxedos do they have in that town? You could you could break the bank of the rental place. They're like, look, we gave out all the tuxedos. There's no more. <laughs> and they're all grown-ups. It's like, are you guys yeah. going to some kind of prom reunion? What's going on? <laughs> so so allow me to just back up a minute because you were in the middle of a road story about a casino gig. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, so... Um, yeah, so, we, so we're in this casino, we finish the show, and we're running back up to the room to drop our stuff off, then we're going to go have some dinner. Uh, and so as we get in the elevator, we, there's this girl kind of coming in, so to, in the like, we're already in the elevator, and you kind of see her coming, and we were like, hold the door, like, did you, are you going up, kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? And she was like, had like really, like, matted, crazy hair, she was wearing like a skin-tight dress, like a bright blue I don't know spandex kind of dress thing uh-huh. like kind of a hot mess already at this point in the night but when we she, didn't know that and holding you guys, the door what time is it this is probably it's after the show so it's maybe 11, 11. Mm-hmm. something and so uh, so we we hold the door because we see her and then, and then we actually see her come 
in front of us, and we were like, "Oh, are you are you going up?" And she goes, oh, "I would love to, but I got a boyfriend." And we were, <laughs> <laughs> she totally we like, thinks you're 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 going like, "Are you going up with us to our room?" Yeah, we were just like, "Are you where we waiting to get the elevator?" And so we're like, "Oh, okay." And then so we. Um, like undo the whole button the doors start to close and she leans in as the doors are closing and goes and he drives the viper clunk <laughs> oh canada <laughs> it was the greatest love i would love to but i have a boyfriend it's so he it's drives a viper well so that tells me a couple things <laughs> it tells me first of all that she is a kind of a desirable woman because her boyfriend drives a Viper. She doesn't just settle for any dude. And no. you guys are the kind of guys who all you have to do is barely suggest that she might be with you. And she's green light, let's go. So that's a big yeah. compliment to you. I think so because she's used to riding in a Viper and I was yes. just offering her a ride in an elevator. <laughs> you know? Yes. I mean, that's pretty. So I must have been looking pretty sharp. Yeah. That, yeah. We, like, you were not wearing... You are not to entice a classy lady like that into a mere elevator when yeah. she's used to the luxury of a viper. She might have she might have thought it was your elevator. <laughs> maybe maybe she thought I owned that that's that hotel. Yeah. yeah. Or the or or you just had a timeshare like your condo was the elevator. <laughs> yeah. There's a fold there's a fold out Murphy bed in the elevator and a fridge. This is my elevator. There's another elevator, but that's for everyone. <laughs> but, this Sorry. Is, but this is my one. This is mine. I uh, I sleep in here, but I forget things all the time, so I need to be mobile up and down. <laughs> I got to be able to go up and down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm constantly forgetting stuff in the parking lot, so if it's just easier to stay in the elevator. I can just run out there. Mm-hmm. And there's bathrooms on every floor, so you don't need to worry about that. Oh yeah, I like variety. That's the other big thing about being in the elevator. And, and I use my. I have. I also have a room, but I just use that for showering. Yeah, <laughs> I, d- I used to have a shower in here, but it leaked all the time. It was just every time you go up or down, the pipes come off. It is amazing, as far as we've come with technology, that we still have not developed an elevator shower or bathroom. Yeah, why not? I think well, somebody over that elevator toilet. Yeah, well, you look at these situations where there's a blackout and the uh, people are stuck in the elevator for hours. I mean, an elevator toilet would really kind of turn that situation into something that was a lot more livable. Yeah, like you have the emergency, that little cupboard with the emergency phone, and then right next to it you have the emergency toilet, and you open the cupboard and like a bowl, like like one of those air-inflated bowls just pops out like... Or maybe like it's just a slide. Maybe it's just a vacuum cleaner hose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, use at your own risk. You just use. You just go in that. Uh, yeah. Place on genitals. Use caution. What's the time? We're thirteen minutes in. We've <laughs> <laughs> already come come up with the bathroom hose. <laughs> Elevator bathroom hose. Yeah. Sweet. Well, and where it, where it drains, nobody knows. Am I right? Yeah. You can't learn this stuff at Cambridge. I'm not even no. sure where Cambridge is. Is that its own town? <laughs> I know that Harvard is in Cambridge and Boston, but you're talking about a Cambridge that's in, in England. The UK. Yeah. yeah, that's how that's how not a person who would go to Cambridge or Oxford is another one. I don't yeah. really know where those are, and I, I I don't. The more I learn about it, the sadder I'm going to be. I'm just happy now not liking people who went there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm not really not liking them, but I just like they've got a strike on them. Yeah, I think to even understand where that place is, you need a tuxedo. You can't just be some guy sitting there in your shirt. <laughs> right. The tuxedo yeah. has a little map of all the famous <laughs> universities right in the pocket. Well, the new ones, have a, new ones have a GPS. They just automatically know. Yeah, GPS. I just got, I, uh, I just got my, placed my order for my new iPhone. Oh, did you? The six. six. I'm going to get the big one. I've said that I wanted the big one, and they came ah, out with it, and so I ordered it's it. Too, it's too big. I went and looked at them because my phone is going to die now. i got to get a new one, too. Mm. But I, I didn't mind the smaller six, the small one. Well, as it's I said, it's still pretty I, big, though. I it's saw it, but I mean, who goes like? I think I just want the small penis. Well, I'm not going to have use it for sex. Oh well, I travel a lot more than you do, then. <laughs> but obviously, Jake, I also wear a tuxedo from time to time, and clearly you don't. No, so if, I, if I had a tuxedo, I wouldn't need the iPhone six. Yeah, um, apparently I was wrong at the beginning of this podcast when I said we're all at the same level. We're clearly all on different levels. <laughs> we're on different levels, but they're. Yeah. I don't think that they're different heights. They're at the same height. <laughs> <laughs> Say like, well, unless you're in the elevator bathroom, then who knows where you can be hmm. in your tuxedo having sex with your iPhone six? Oh, man, oh, it's disgusting. Well, I've been thinking about yeah. getting high lately, but uh, I haven't. I haven't reached out to. To I was thinking about going get just as a to see what happens when you go get certified to get medical marijuana. Oh yeah yeah. But well you go on a government no fly list immediately, don't you? I was pretty sh- I, that's what I'm trying to find <laughs> out is like you, they must put you on a list like uh-oh, he's into the medical pot. This guy's into the marijuana cigarettes. We're revoking all the other things we gave him. Yep, no more <laughs> no more health care for you. Oh, I just bought some health insurance so I'm part of that uh-oh. now. We were covered Obamacare? Well, the way, yeah, whatever. We were, <laughs> Nobody knows anymore. I don't know what it I is. I don't know. I think I got something. Well, it's Did not, you buy it from the medical marijuana guy? Is that where you bought it? <laughs> yeah. He said, it, He said, look, it's $2,000 for this pamphlet, and you're set. Yeah. And I said, okay. Give me two grand. I give you this card. You download the app on your iPhone 6. You got health care. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you got it. You, you got it. it. So, uh, no, I called an insurance lady. She said, well, I mean, obviously, I'm, I have a job, so I can't, I don't qualify, for, and it's a good job, so I don't qualify for any kind of subsidized plan. I'm just paying for my plan. And so right. for the three of us, it's going to cost about, uh, well, let me do a little quick math, because it's uh, <laughs> 800 and, I think it's $865 a month times 12 what? is uh, so I'm going to pay $10,380 a year and then we each can go to the doctor for a physical and then four doctor visits for like $35 a visit and then after that we've got a $5,000 deductible each if something goes wrong yeah if anything beyond those four visits so um, so we're going to try not to get sick but the good news is if we get cancer or ebola you know we're set well ebola you know you're you're kind of that's a quick turnaround you're sort of out of the game it's hard to even hit your deductible with ebola because you just die right but still you're loving it if you do get it because you've got the right coverage i'm totally covered yeah (laughs) well i'm not totally covered i gotta pay the first five grand and then i'm covered after that 
But so yeah, it's high fives all around. Sweet. We're yeah. all sick. We're nailing it. I drive right over to my insurance agent's yeah. house and give her the finger. Yeah. I won you, this thing, you yeah. bitch. You get in your Viper and you head over there <laughs> no, and you let them know your, who's boss. They take your Viper. But if I did, yeah. if I got Ebola, I would get a tuxedo, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Go out and wear it around all the time. Well, I, yeah. I think Ebola, you can't, you're not going out. You don't get a tuxedo. It's yeah, not, you get a tuxedo with a nice mask. Mm-hmm. Keep if, it I got, if I got prostate cancer, I'd get a tuxedo because that's you can kind of walk around with prostate cancer. But yeah, uh, well, not comfortably maybe, but I don't know. I don't. I'm I, not sure. I don't really know. Well, you're the doctor, Nigel. <laughs> yeah, I would prescribe you a Razzie, one of those scooters, a tuxedo and a Razzie to ride around in. That's really the only way to go to Vegas. I, well, yeah, we had, we had friends who went to Vegas, and it turns out you can rent those. Yes, you can I've seen it. them outside. I took a picture one time outside of a buffet. I walked past this buffet, and there's a big line of like scooters all parked, like every because you can't ride them right into the buffet. You have to park it at the door. It's like a little like a valet. Of- <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I, really I was just is. like, man, so lazy. It's it's really a level of delusion that people have who go to Vegas and are convinced that they're winners because <laughs> you're not aware. <laughs> No, you're just like you're eating lunch at a stop. buffet with a bunch of yeah. people who rode there on a scooter from inside yeah. the hotel. They didn't ride that scooter from across town and then come through the front door. They got that yeah. scooter in the well. Maybe they rode from across town. I, maybe I should sell my car and just get one of those scooters to get around. Yeah, you could do it. Uh, I would love it if we got that car. You know those cars that you do that you were talking about. Car like, to go. Car to go. If we got yeah. that, I think I'd be done with my car. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could for sure. Yeah, they say you don't use a car that much. They say they might be coming here. Uber's still a little pricey for me to get rid of my car, but it's uh, close though because I what did I read? I read some fact and if it, somebody did the math on it. Like if you drive less than ten thousand miles a year or something, it's it makes more sense to use Uber than to own a vehicle. Really? Yeah, it was something. I can't remember the exact numbers though, so that's really I shouldn't have said that because. <laughs> It's really kind of critical to the story. Yeah. Making things up once again. We've started making things up in the podcast, Jake. What time are we at right now? For we did the point toilet yeah. jokes. At we're 13. at t- we're twenty, almost twenty-one minutes in, and we've already made up. And we're just making up, making up facts. Well, I like yeah. to believe that what you just said would be Googleable, if only yeah, we had time. Was, but it was interesting because it, it wasn't that much. Like I was sort of surprised. I thought, well, yeah, actually, because by the time you factor in, you know, buying the car and the insurance and the maintenance and all that stuff, I mean, it's expensive to have a car. And if, and if you're not like somebody like you, if you're away a lot and you don't and you have access to another car, you don't, you know, maybe it makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's going to be my future. Maybe that's going to be my future. Well, I don't know, Uber or Razzie, whichever. Yeah, well, the Razzie is for just around the neighborhood. I like to think of myself, though, as more of a Segway guy. But I, yeah. which do you think would be people would look at you and think you were more of a douchebag if you were riding around your neighborhood, a Razzie or a Segway? If you're on a Segway, Pretty, people could just think you've just been detached from the tour. You know, you're the, yeah, I think when you're on a Segway, my assumption is that you're drunk. I'm like, that guy's drunk. <laughs> but if you're, well, if you're in a Razzie... Why? I just assume because nobody would do that sober. Nobody's like like a Razzie. I go, you're lazy. That's my first thought. Is well, you're just lazy because you got a basket on there with your big gulp in it and a hot dog, and you're just rolling down the street. 
Well, maybe you got that, your little horn. Maybe you got that diabetes. Maybe, but maybe you got the diabetes because you never move your legs. Mm, good point. I'm not you're sure just... what prevents diabetes, but I do think <laughs> if you stop moving your legs, you're in you're in a lot of trouble. You're no in some physical health problems, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, the uh, the segways. I just assume that you're drunk when you're riding those because it's always like some goof but they're always jerking around on there and they don't really know what they're doing it seems like or they're like a security guard those are the only two people riding them well yeah well the tourists ride them here that's who i I just assume people are on a vacation they're just renting it for the afternoon to ride around yeah but they're drunk they're not sober you don't you're not sober where you go hey we're on vacation we should ride one of those you're drunk you're on you're on vacation you're like hey we've been boozing all day we i can't walk any further let's get those things right i get you Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah, I think that's just. <laughs> well, I'm looking for different. I'm looking for different alternatives. I'm tired of washing my car. That's really what got me. <laughs> yeah. Same way, you don't need to use that's a that's a real quick. You got a bottle of water. You splash that on there. You're done. Or I like to think you can roll it indoors. I don't have a garage. My so the car it's huh. always getting covered with sap. I was on. I, yeah. Oh God. It just. Oh man. Life is hard, huh? Yeah, I can't do have time to wash my car. That's how it's part of me. Your life sounds tough. Ah, I gotta wash my car. You don't even have to wash it. You just roll it into the car wash place. They'll do it for you. Oh, I did. I took. I took it to the one at the gas station. You know where you drive through and it just brushes the wet brushes and stuff. But it was so dirty when it came out the other end. It still wasn't really clean. Yeah. Yeah. No, you got to take it to the other, the big one. With all the soap and stuff that goes on there. And And they let it sit. Yeah. Clay bar. That's what I've been told. I need a clay bar. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a lot of sap. Yeah, that's what I've been told. Huh? You're you're right. Your life is the pits. I'm in a hole right now, Nigel. You've got a lot of I don't know how I'm ever going to get out. (laughs) I don't think you are. Just give up now. When somebody tells you you need a clay bar... Throw in the towel. Yeah, well, I went right to sell the car. <laughs> yeah, just right. take it in. <laughs> what do you give me for this thing? I don't think I can wash it. Why don't you? Yeah, I'll trade you this for a Segway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a Done. tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think seg- you, I think you show up in a tuxedo when you're trading that car in so they know you're respectable. Right. This yeah. car, I'm trading this car in because it's not tuxedo-y enough. I just feel like an idiot driving it with my tuxedo. Do you have a Segway? Uh, so, have you been... Uh, I'll tell you something I read on the internet. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. I read this thing by Ezekiel Emanuel, who's Rahm Emanuel's brother. He's a, uh-huh. He is a doctor. And he was talking about how he he only wants to live to be 75. Oh. Seems low to me. I mean, I was going to say that seems pretty high. Do you think? Yeah, I'm shooting for forty tops. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you right now, Nigel? <laughs> I got a couple more years. That's and it. that's it. Then I'm done. Then oh, I'm done. Dude, yeah. dude. Yeah. 
Uh, but I'm gonna, they're going to be good. I'm going to pack some stuff in. No, I look my last couple of years. I mean, not 20s. this year, but next year or the other year. Like, at some point, I'm going to start packing some stuff. Yeah, in. my last couple of years in my 30s were pretty great. But yeah. uh, I'm so far past 40 now that I can't imagine. <laughs> I'd have been dead. I'd have been dead for more than ten years. I, I can't really <laughs> sign off on that. I think it's a bl- bad plan for you, Nigel. <sighs> All right. I well, think you want to aim a little. It's not cast in stone. I mean, it's just something. This is what I was kicking around. Yeah. Well, you better. You, the hard part about getting up into your fifty fifties is that uh, the days of you saying, "Are you going up to some lady who's getting on the elevator and have her say, i 'I'd love yeah. to.'" <laughs> That's, those are done. <laughs> yeah. Those are done. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know. I feel like I might have got the same response if I was 75. <laughs> <laughs> she was a big flirt, huh? Baby, she, I, yeah, he drives a Viper. Being flirty is quite polite, Jake. You are yeah, a no. gentleman in a podcast. Well, when you first were describing her, I thought you were talking about a hooker. I thought she was well, that's kind of what I thought, too. I was like, I wonder if they have hookers in this casino. Mm. Uh, like, when I actually saw her, I was like, oh. And then, uh, but no, I think she was just, she's just partying. She's just having fun. I wonder if they have. friend is gambling somewhere and doesn't realize she's going to other rooms with other dudes. Right. I wonder if they have hookers in this casino. That's a good uh, thing to ask the bartender. <laughs> Hookers in this casino? I'm just curious. I heard about well, hookers in casinos, and I just wondered. I think you got to be careful if you ask that question because it could go either way. Like if they say yes, you're already down that road. Like he might just make the call, and then now you got somebody there that you got to get rid of. But it's going to cost you money to get rid of because she already walked all the way over there. I think it's fair play to say, look, I was just asking a question. I mean, you're you're jumping the gun. I'm making conversation, and you're actually going to procure me a hooker i think you're the bad guy i'm not the bad guy yeah i don't know i don't know about that okay well i think i know it can be problematic because when i was in vegas one time with a bunch of other comics you know how they give you those cards those hookers like hand those cards out or i can't remember if it was an actual hooker it's not hookers it's guys it's like hispanic dudes on the street are just flicking those cards and handing them to you on the street but they're but they're not hookers those are no that's for sure those are escorts nigel I think this was an actual escort or whatever, but so one of the guys was like, yeah, yeah, sure, uh, send the girl up to this room. So he sent one to one of the other comics' rooms that, like, he's like, come up at, like, 3 in the morning, bang on the door, because we were all, like, in the same hallway thing. And so they did. They sent a hooker, like, up to his room and, like, bang on the door, and he was, like, answered the door. I was like, I didn't order a hooker. Like, what are you talking about? And so then there's this big commotion and everything, and then so the next night he was super pissed off because he had to, like, pay her to go away. Really? Yeah. So, what you're basically, you're describing the whole pizza trick. Yeah, yeah, we ordered a pizza at his room that he didn't want. And they made him pay for the hooker? How do you, how, how come you just don't go, look, I didn't call a hooker. Why don't you go get the manager of the hotel if you had a problem? Well, no, I think that, I think he was maybe like, it, it was, she was causing a scene and he was like, look, just, I just want you to go away because I don't want to have to deal with, I'm working here and I don't want to have to uh, right. deal with all this stuff. Where are you? Is that your phone, Nigel? Your phone, your phone is ringing. <laughs> there. Oh boy. This. I did. Who knew that you would be the person? Who knew that you What's would that? be the person to get the phone call, Nigel? I know. How is that happening? It's Hang usually on. me. Well, so while while Nigel is away uh, talking on the phone, I'll just talk to you about this whole <laughs> Ezekiel Emmanuel. He was saying he wants to just live to seventy five because. Um, 
you know, he he's in his and he's in his fifties. He wants to live to wants to live to seventy five years old. That's how old Ezekiel Emanuel wants to live. And he's he's only fifty two. Or he is fifty two already. Whatever. He's got eighteen years to go. Or, wait, no, um, he's got 18 years to go, so he's 57 um, to get to 75. And, uh, There's too much math happening already. I, I know. I know. When I figured out that health insurance thing, I thought I was done with math for today. Um, <laughs> There's too much math in this podcast. I know. Well, a lot of people. What what floor were you on in the casino when the hooker came up to you, and what was her age? Um, so... I just felt like he only wants 18 more years of life. It just doesn't seem like enough for me. If I if I had to if I had to set the over under for myself, I think I'm I'm ready to come to grips with 85, but uh, 75 seems young. Um, I mean, I'd always sort of 80, assumed but, 100 just because that seems like so ridiculous. Oh, that's too old. But see, I wonder too. Maybe when you get to that age, like when you're 70, do you think? Because I feel like right now years fly by. Like yeah. the years go really fast, but maybe when you get older, the years go a lot slower. No, everybody says you're not doing as much. They keep going. You think faster. they go fast when you're old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was thinking maybe you're milking out more time, which is merciful know. because your top speed. You ever you ever see those really old guys crossing the street where where their uh, top speed like they go as soon as the light turns to walk and they can't make it across and they still before it starts turn red. Yeah. Um, that's that's gonna yeah. Be I can tough. just see. I can just see not wanting to do it, not wanting to be that old. Because I think a lot of things you lose. I don't know. I, it's, it's, I guess it's 50 50. Because I see some seniors that are really fun and still like super with it and cool and they're, they're loving their lives. And then other people, like I see that guy crossing the street and I think, man, you don't want to be that guy. Like, you don't want to, nobody wants well, to do that. Well, but that's what you think from your perspective now. Maybe no, that's what I know is a fact, Jake. <laughs> In his mind. <laughs> Can you read minds, Nigel? I didn't know that about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. I could, I could see the terror in his eyes as he's slowly creeping across that crosswalk. I don't read minds, but if I look right above people's heads, I can sense their mood. <laughs> because there's a thing, it's like a, it's like a cloud balloon of emotion. Yeah, I also do a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> when was the last time you did mushrooms? Mm. Oh, man, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Why did you have? Did you just do mushrooms recently? <laughs> just now, uh, <laughs> when you when you went to get the phone, I just ate a bag of mushrooms. Um, no, I haven't done mushrooms. I don't. I don't. I've never done mushrooms. I did acid when I was in college, but uh, well, it's kind never, of the same thing. Acid is just a lot is more intense mushrooms, right? It's a hallucinogenic. I had a hallucinogenic experience of being one with everything. Of like, oh, we're all. We're all connected. Yeah. This is part of a whole. Everybody's part of one big thing, which is, you know, true. It's undeniable. We're all on Earth, and it's part of one big yeah. closed system. We die, and we go back into the dirt, and plants grow, and animals eat each other. And are you on acid all, right now? We're all shitting down. <laughs> we're all shitting down the same tube on the elevator, Nigel. I, I feel like you're on acid right now. This is an acid conversation. Maybe I am. I'm telling okay. you about a thing that I thought of while I was on acid. That's why. Oh, okay. I mean, Sorry. are you have you lost the plot of the whole thing? Kind of. Yeah. I don't know what's happening anymore. I don't blame you. You're we're 33 minutes in, and you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. You took yeah. off your headphones for about a minute to go answer yeah. the phone, uh-huh. and you've lost your mind. I don't know where I am anymore. I've never done that. I never did acid because I saw people doing acid in high school. I think that's the most effective anti 
drug campaign you can have is just watching somebody have a terrible trip on acid. Mm. And then you're like, oh, well, that's not for me. I don't want to do that. Well, I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about that, of, of people who take people who take these hallucinogens and then go to a party where there's a bunch of drunk people. Yeah. That's a bad... That's oh. you wanna, If you're going to take hallucinogens, you want to go to a park or the beach or nature or, yeah. you know, look at the stars. You don't want to go to a rage... I mean, I'm... I'm having a couple of drinks at the bar after my show or at the casino in Vegas and just being around the people who are completely out of it on booze. It's a, it's a tough night to kind of concentrate on my happiness while I'm looking at their misery. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Booze, booze is like you turn the corner, you kind of get happier and happier and happier, and then, and then, there's, then there's that kind of diminishing return point where if you just keep going with your drinking, it can turn it can turn sad or aggressive or you know you you pass out and throw up yeah yeah it's true i saw a guy there was a guy in the casino just like standing in a trance he was so wasted like he couldn't even i think he was just you know at that point of like uh-huh. i'm going to pass out or throw up or i don't know the- you just that wee bit i just walked past him. i was like oh man I was talking. So I was talking about this on my Ireland wrap-up episode of the show, but that that other thing where people decide that they're just so hammered that and they're hungry, they've got to eat. They need to eat because they need something to to absorb and slow down the metabolism of the alcohol, which is destroying them. And so you see the lady that you're talking about in her prom dress spandex thing with just a handful of French fries and ketchup all over <laughs> her fingers and her face, and she's just eating them in the middle of a carpeted casino vestibule, just like feeding on the, on this awful uh, greasy food. That's not uh, a, that's not a happy thought either. You're happy God, when you're the person who's doing it. Yeah, I want to go to Vegas now. <laughs> I'm ready. A handful of fries and gravy. Well, we could oh. rent a Viper and get. We could rent a Viper and drive there from L.A. I, I see we do it. I you love it. Road trip. Those rented Vipers are clean. They start off clean. They start out. They don't come back clean. They got a really good detail guy. That'd be a good short film. You're flying in. I think it's already been made about a million times. But the buddy movie where you come into L.A. for a special trip, we're going to go and celebrate get a, your last. Get a Viper. Yeah, we're going to get a Viper and drive to Vegas and have a great weekend because you're when you get home, you've got to fly to Oxford and start your or Cambridge yeah. or wherever, you know. Yeah, we're going to Vegas to get my tailor-made tuxedo. <laughs> Yeah, that's we, our got, last we got a deal on Wayne Newton's used tuxedos. Yeah, this is the best tuxedo shop in the country. We're going to Vegas to get our tuxedos from a super old guy who doesn't realize that we took acid right before <laughs> we got there. <laughs> He's measuring our inseam, and we're out of our minds. Uh, I like it. This is a. I think it's a good movie. I feel like we've had several good movie ideas on the podcast, but this one. This one oh. could be for real. If you just type this one up. Good movie ideas, good TV ideas. I feel like, I don't know how we haven't stumbled across some kind of deal at this point. Where Where's the industry that's I, listening to this podcast I saying blame people, these guys need to be in business? I blame people who are listening who are thinking to themselves, you know what, I love this, but I'm not going to tell anyone I know about it. <laughs> 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 yeah. This is great. These guys are terrific, but there's no need to let it out from under our hats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Everybody wants to keep it all to themselves. I keep telling people, if you're listening and you're enjoying it, to go review it on iTunes. But I tried to write a review of something on iTunes, and there's a lot of passwording and getting in and making up a name. And I, I, I Oh, really? I got discouraged really quickly on it. Yeah. But maybe I, I need to why. try again. Maybe they've streamlined it. Now, now look what I'm doing. I'm talking the listeners out of writing reviews on iTunes. No, you can do it. I'm a moron. I cannot do it. That's yeah. why I defend to you. If I could do it, do you think I would not be just creating false identities and writing reviews of my own podcast all day long? I would, <laughs> but I don't know how to do it. Ah, uh, we found out what's really happening. You just want to convince people that you're not the guy writing the reviews. I see. Nigel, yeah. whose side are you on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know anymore. How many minutes has this been happening for? Yeah. Where am I? We're 39 minutes in almost, and you've interrupted. Uh, you've you've destroyed my... I had a great... I had a brainstorm that was going to help both of us, but... Uh-oh. Oh, go. Continue with your brainstorm. No, it was the idea that people would go and write reviews of the show. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention again. No, I know. Um, I agree, though. I don't know why there's so many passwords for things like for... Like the pa- like the things that have passwords and extra security and follow up things, I don't think the internet knows how little I care about those things. Well, the you know, ones- it's like I, I'm not concerned about somebody cracking into my thing, or you know, it's like that you got to have a really high level security password for your Twitter account. And it's like, look, I don't, I'm not worried about somebody breaking into my Twitter account. I, it, the minimum security is fine. Let's just. How many how many security things do we have to go through for this? Well, that's where it gets me when it's like, okay. You- I got, I got an app on I I bought an app. I've got an app on my phone. I use it, and then they always the app is always asking you, "Hey, do you want to write a review of the app?" And it's like, "Look, I downloaded you. Now you got to I got to write a review." So then every once in a while, I'll go, "Okay, I actually use this thing, and I want to write a review." But then it's like, "Okay, we'll enter this and enter that," and then you got to, "Oh my God, yeah. can I just why can't I just talk into the phone and say this is good? You should get it." And then the phone posts that on iTunes. That's what I would like. Well, that's why you need the iPhone 6. You can do that on the iPhone 6. I've already... I've, well, how long did I that's have to I ask have. for the giant iPhone before I finally got it? When I didn't really get it, other people no. have it. All I have is a piece of paper that says that they're going to send me one as soon as everybody else has one. Yeah. I, I really think it was pretty disappointing. I mean, with Apple... I used to love Apple because they were always cutting it. Like, they were always coming out with the new stuff, right? The best stuff. And I feel like this last round, it's like, you just came up with old stuff that everybody else has already done. Like, you guys are behind now. Apple has fallen behind well, in, the, in the technology game. It's like, you're just like... Everyone's all excited. Like, look, they got a new big phone. It's like, everybody else had a big phone. I hear people forever. saying that, except the thing that Apple has is... All the little things inside of the big phone work with each other, and the phone connects to your computer and your iPad. Yeah. All of that stuff works together in a way that, yeah, the other phone is big, and it's got a lot of great apps on it, but when you try and synchronize it with this and that and across the other thing, that's when, I, that's when, I, when I'm talking to people I hear that's like, oh, they got problems. Like, oh, I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But who knows? No, no, it's. We're over I think it's a better it. product. I like. I like that it's better. But I just think that they used to be much more advanced. Like they were the ones coming up with all the new cool stuff, and now it's sort of not really. They're just sort of doing the same thing as everybody else. But it is better. I think it is better than than a lot of the other. You know, like I, I wouldn't. Still, I wouldn't I, go get a PC at this point. I'll say that. No, it hasn't come to that yet, has it, Nigel? No, no, no. And what kind of phone do you have? Oh, I have everything, everything. But that's why it's a little bit disappointing is that, that it used to be you the still new have products. A, yeah. 
I was just like, this is incredible. This is revolutionary. It's a new thing. And now when something new comes out, I'm like, ah, that's kind of already, I've already seen that. It's not really, it's okay. It's better. It's fine. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Yeah, that was a toughie. Um, I was, have to edit that out. Hey, I don't know if I know how to do that. No, I don't know. I don't, It'd be good if you could. If you could mute that out and then it's just me saying bless you for some reason. That makes me sound like a weird fanatical religious person. A priest. All of a sudden, all of a sudden I, just became, I just found religion in the middle of the podcast. You're an ADD priest. Bless yeah, you. Bless you, my son. Bless you. I didn't know. Who asked you? Bless you. <laughs> oh, Nigel's on acid. He's blessing people. Yeah, so we're com- you're coming to L.A., we're renting the Viper, we're going to take some mushrooms and yep. head to or Vegas acid. to buy some t- tuxedos. Yeah, we tuxedos. can't drive on We can't drive on acid. Those days are... No. Uh, well, the scooters, the little scooters, we can get the little scooters on acid. How long do you are- think it would take to get to Vegas on a rascal <laughs> or a razzy, oh, razzy, or whatever they are? It would well, take they- forever. And then you've got to charge them up, too, right? Don't, don't they plug in? They don't run on gas. No, they're plug in. You can't be running a gas scooter you, inside. No, if you're going to drive a razzy to Vegas, you need a sombrero because you're going to get heat stroke out there. Yeah, it's tough going. I don't even think you make it to downtown L.A. from here. But you, a lot of people would be angry with you on the freeway. Yeah, I don't, think, you, I don't think you could. You couldn't do it. Well, you'd be on yeah. the shoulder. You wouldn't be in a lane. No, but people would still be mad. Yeah. Well, the cops would stop you. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't even think you'd make it downtown. You couldn't even well, make it downtown. At there's first. only one way to find out, Jake. Let's Thelma and Louisa. Yeah. Come I, on. This is going to be. It's like the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> this oh, is the Razzie to Vegas challenge. <laughs> what, are we raising Amer- what are we raising awareness for? That's the that's our next Lazy, job. Laziness, lazy eye. We're raising awareness yeah. for lazy eye. <laughs> lazy, lazy eyes across the desert. Yeah, I don't even Maybe. want to go to Vegas. Let's pick a different place that we're going to go in our Razzies. Uh, Mexico. That seems safe. <laughs> I think in Mexico you want maximum mobility. Yeah, but I feel like in Mexico you wouldn't get pulled over because they're like, yeah, sure, drive that. We don't care. You probably not. No, like, you could probably. Sometimes they have like golf carts on the road and stuff. I've been in places where I'm just like, why? You can drive that on the road? That's weird. In some ways, it's a great country. Yeah, but in other ways, it's sort of a Mad Max society down there. It's a little dangerous. Yeah. It's a little dangerous. I don't know what yeah. way we're heading here in here in the United States, but uh, how's Canada? Have you do you have elections coming up this November? There's um, yeah, there's elections. Has some stuff happening right now? Municipal elections. Rob, I don't know if you heard the Rob Ford news. Did you hear about? No. Him? What's he doing? He's out now. He was running for mayor and it was looking pretty good. Now he's got cancer. What? So he's out. He was yeah. going to be. He was going to run for mayor of Toronto. He was running for mayor again, and he was doing well at the polls. That's the ridiculous thing that I was like, I think. He, but now he has cancer. He had to pull out because he's got. He's got. They found a tumor, and he's got. Uh, he's got cancer. So I'm. I'm totally ignoring it. I'm trying not to read anything about it. So. Okay. Well, just thanks. people. You stuck it in my mind now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But you know, of course, people are ma- immediately making awful jokes and and stuff. I mean, you know, he he has been the butt of a lot, but I mean, the guy's got cancer, so come on, come on, everybody. You got to lighten up on on. You got to lighten up. Like the guy's very sick. Let's. Uh, Canada's crack smoking mayor. What kind of cancer smoking. does he have? Uh he's got a tumor. 
I forget where it is. I think it's in his colon or something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think he should get a tuxedo. Yeah, and a Razzie. He's already got the health care. That's covered. Do they cover Razzies, those little scooters? They cover those in Canada? Oh, I don't know if they cover that. No, I think the cancer's covered. Yeah. We'll cover the cancer, but you got to get your own Razzie and your own tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. You get all the treatment you want, but you got to accessorize yourself. Fair enough. Fair enough. You get your, you get your own accessories, okay? Yeah, well... You do it. When I went in to buy this health care, I definitely had the feeling of, like, I'm getting worked. I'm getting worked. And, and you know, you could pay more to get a lower deductible, but then if you got a lower deductible, it would cost the amount less that your deductible was. You'd actually be paying for that in your premium every year, so there's not really any point in doing it. And it just felt like this weird game where why doesn't – if the if if this was just all an organized thing where we all just pay – the fair price for this and I don't have to figure it out myself. I would love it so much more, you know? Yeah. Because it's just like another ass pain thing that you have to figure out. Yeah. It's that's to me the, the most terrifying thing about the American system is that it's sort of just like, I feel like everybody's trying to fuck everybody else in that system. Like the insurance company's kind of trying to fuck you. The doctor's trying to fuck the insurance company. Like it's just this triangle of everybody's trying to get money out of everybody else. And that's just, the right. way it, it like it it's it really doesn't make any sense and, and you're was, right like trying to there was talk about it like competition is going to straighten it out but competition it's just making it more confusing it's yeah. just, it's so confusing like which is the best deal for what i want and they always act like well you could get this or you could get that as if like here are your choices and it's like i don't even understand what i'm choosing between because this one covers this but it doesn't cover that and this one you know deducts this but it doesn't deduct that and you can go to the office this many times and your maximum even though your deductible is 5000 then after that you still have to pay 70 or 25% of your bill after you hit your deductible but then your maximum out of pocket is like holy crap, what am I buying and how does it work? You just know yeah. you're going to get sick. Now you're sick and you can't, you and know, you, can't you, don't, you I couldn't figure it out when I was stone cold sober <laughs> and just in, in the, my maximum health. But now I'm sick and I got them yeah. trying to not pay me for things that it feels like they should pay me for. Well, and it's the kind of thing too, it's like, to me, it's like auto insurance. It's like, you're not going to find out until there's a problem, like until you have like an accident or something. And then they're like, Hey, guess what? You're, yeah. You know, your bumper was covered, but your windshield isn't. So you got to pay. And it's like, well, how, why didn't, why isn't that covered? Oh, cause you didn't get it. You didn't get yeah. the thing on there. And it's, it's like, well, how did, I mean, I, I want the whole thing covered, not just part of it. Yeah. What? I just bought it, and I'm sure that I have got gamed. Now i got to pick a doctor that's in the plan. Anyway, I'm going to do yeah. all that stuff. What do you got coming up this week, Nigel? Where are you going to be? What are you doing? This week, uh, I'm just doing some spots, and then I go to the U.K. this weekend, leave Saturday. Oh, wow. where are you going to be in the U.K.? I'm going kind of all over. i got a few little shows over there. You can go travel around a bit, see first trip over doing shows. You're going to see some, see some of there. our international friends? I'm going to see some of our international friends while I'm over there. International superstar Tom Stade. Are you going international to see superstar Tom Stade. going to see him. International superstar Glenn Wool. going to see him uh, and a few other guys, hopefully. And are you going straight into London? Uh, no, I'm flying into Edinburgh. Oh, you're going to Scotland. Okay, I'm a Scotland. They, they, they decided to stay part of the United K. They did. They decided to do it, which, I don't know, good, bad. It seems 
I don't know either. I don't know. I don't understand the world. Right off the plane, you go and rent yourself a kilt, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get a pick a tartan. Mm-hmm. Go with it. Or you buy your get kilt. Get some bagpipes. Get a kilt, kilt for the bottom and tuxedo on the top. That is the way. Oh, that's pretty good. That's look. the way to do the United Kingdom. Yeah, you gotta have decent legs, though. I think if you're gonna wear a kilt for a man. Are you kidding me? Your legs. You already got <laughs> chicks trying to get on elevators with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, geez, I'm blushing now. I was a little embarrassed. I know. One man shouldn't give another man a compliment on his legs no. like that on a podcast. You know how, have you ever seen those guys when they're wearing the kills? The guys have like really skinny legs. It looks yeah. weird. Like because with pants, it's kind of hidden a little bit. You can't. You can't really. But when you see those knees hanging out there. Well, boy, your Instagram is going to be great now for the next few weeks, right? Because you're going to oh, be, yeah. you're going be all different pictures stuff. of all kinds of foreign Weird things. Stuff. Yeah, foreign things. I think you got to take a picture of everybody you see wearing a kilt. You need to take a picture with them, you standing with people in kilts. Really? I but then what if, what if they hate that, though? They're like, who's this? I don't, think monk, I don't think they are going to hate it. But if they, if they don't agree to it, then just take a picture. And to, without? Know, yeah, without them knowing it. I'd be one of those guys with the mirror on my phone and taking pictures of under the kilts of oh. everybody. That guy, see that guy? Who was that? that just got, there was something in the news when some guy just got caught. He was doing that, like taking pictures of, of, of people's skirts. Of women's skirts. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's or not, men. I don't that's know. Not cool. I don't know. Yeah, and that's not cool. It's still a bad idea. Yeah, I saw a thing on YouTube that was um, pictures of terrible things that this guy had seen at Walmart, like, you know, some giant lady with a shopping cart full of spam or, you know, the butt crack thong reveal. Yeah. But I always feel like it's a little bit naughty to take pictures of other people to make fun of them behind their back. Yeah. That's how I feel. But that's Uh. old school. That's true. It is a little bit. But sometimes you kind of have to be like, well, what was happening here? Right. I don't know. I try and try, I, but I'm trying to be a little more tolerant. I like to think of myself as the kind of gentleman who would only pee in the elevator bathroom Homes. hose. I wouldn't poop yeah. in that thing. Not when we're all in the elevator. Unless it was right. an emergency. Yeah. And if it was an emergency. Well, you know, and if the hose would accommodate, then who knows? Maybe it works. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. We're not going to put that thing in if it's not able, able to handle all of the kinds of emergencies that we could have. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that you're working on the engineering of it. Yeah. It's not just conceptual at this point. Like we've moved right into schematics of how the actual size of the hose. As soon as this thing is over, I'm googling toilet hose, and I'm just going to see what happens. <laughs> Do you think the internet is so fast that a picture of us will come up? <laughs> no. Like, that's how quick the internet's working right now. You look up toilet hose, it's like, they've already heard about it. We already know that you're doing it. Well, here's all I'm saying is I'm calling this episode toilet hose, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to the top of the Google search results. So, toilet hose, yeah. toilet hose Jake, that should, if I'm, as yeah. soon as I'm the number one search result to that, this episode, yeah. I'll be happy. Yeah, toilet hose, Razzy Viper. This is episode 115, Nigel. Is it? Oh, nice. I know you nice were on number. The, you were on the first episode. Now you're on the 115th episode. So, yeah. when do you get back from the United K? Uh, I will be back right now. Uh, looks like I'll be back f- uh, early November. Okay. Well, um, into uh, into to North America. 
Okay. So we'll have to make yeah. a plan to do some podcasting at that time. Sure. Or we can try it over there. I don't know. I'm not sure how the internet uh, internet works over there. If they have they one, do, I'm not sure. If, I'm, I think they do have an internet because I've. Well, seen, Scotland tried to leave though. They might have revoked that on them. Been like, look, if you guys are leaving, we're going to hold off on the internet thing until you guys get it sorted out. We're locking down your. Bat- yeah. yeah. So it might not be reconnected again. I don't know if they disconnect anything and then reconnect it, or I don't know how it works. I there. don't know either. The Queen is, that's up. That's the Queen's business, yeah. right? Just one guy with a switch at Buckingham Palace. Clonk. Internet off for Scotland. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of switches. Yeah. One says Scotland, yeah. one says Ireland. I know. Ireland. And then they're like, yeah. guys, they voted to stay. And they're like, we flipped all the switches. Well, when can he flip them back on again? Not till two weeks. He's gone. He's on holidays. He's on, he took his vacation. He's on vacation. I don't know which switches they are. What yeah. if we flip it on for Turkey? And then they're not even allowed to have the Internet. Well, I hope they turn the Internet back on for your stay in Scotland, Nigel. Uh, I hope so, too. So much easier to keep in touch with people. Yeah, it's really... I don't know what I'd do without the Internet. Do you? Uh, I'd probably be a much better person. We might be happy if we could just had to talk to people <laughs> yeah. who were right around us and we didn't have to, we couldn't yeah. always be relating to each other and comparing ourselves to someone yeah. else's Facebook. Oh man, it's the worst. Yeah. Reading blogs about things that people are writing that you think are better than you. It's, I don't even know what that means. There's a lot of way to get your feelings hurt on the internet. It's true. It's true. Everybody's uh, showing pictures of their vipers, and you're like, I don't have one, son of a bitch. I feel bad. And then you see the, the girlfriend that the guy got because he has a viper, and you're just like, yeah. oh, maybe I don't need a viper. Yeah, I know for a fact. I'm sure one of my girlfriends is with some guy that's got a viper now. Mm-hmm. Do you, for a fact, you know that. Well, I, not for a fake fact. Uh, yesterday In it was drained. We're just, there's just a wrap up. This is the wrap up car talk at the end of the episode. But okay. um, yesterday I was driving to the library with the, my daughter to get a, to pick up, you know, one of her favorite books. And there was a guy just revving out on this Ferrari. He's driving a Ferrari around, you know, and, and we're just, you know, it's like the surface streets in Santa Monica. It's kind of a traffic jam. People want to get to the freeway and he's just, and it is Ferrari, and I just thought, oh my God, you can't. Why don't you just admit you made a mistake? That's a race yeah. car, and you're not yeah. in a race, you know? Well, and also, it's like, look, we get it. You're driving a Ferrari. Like, you don't need to be blasting the horn and revving the engine. Like, it's already a, a pretty obnoxious car. Everybody can see it. Everybody's noticing it. Like, you don't need you don't need a flare gun. You don't need to be shooting a flare gun out the roof. Like, yeehaw, look at that Ferrari. It's like, but we I think, got it. But I think that he can't help it. He's just like, I, it, that's what it sounded like. It's like, I, I expected to look in and see him in there going, well, what do you want? It's a Ferrari. Yeah, you know, this is just it just does it. I can't. It's like trying to ride a tiger. <laughs> maybe, maybe the guy rented it to him, but he could only go like three blocks. He's like, you can only go these three blocks, and he's like, oh man, I'm not even out of first gear. I'll just rev the engine a bunch. That'll feel like I'm going fast. Yeah, well, I don't think you, I don't think it's legal to even get out of third gear in a Ferrari. You know, no, probably not. That, those things accelerate quickly. Yeah, quickly. Yeah. They're dangerous. They're not like those razzy scooters. No, no. Although, I, th- I think Ferrari does make a red. They do. Don't they have a brand? I don't know. If they did, that would be so great because that would be within our grasp. We could get the, yeah, Ferrari, like, the Ferrari grocery store scooter. Yeah, or like those golf carts. Remember when golf carts, they probably still do, but they make them look like cars. You know, like you Oh, get, yeah. 
the golf cart that looks like a red sports car or whatever. Oh man! If you die, I think I think it's when you get into your seventies that you start to feel like that's what you need. You need the Mercedes Benz golf cart, but uh, yeah, because I don't feel like I'm ever going to want one right now. No. No, you got to be a giant douche or just a guy who really likes to party. Like, you're just a guy who's drunk most of the time and is like, it's a Mercedes! Get in! Yeah, I don't know if you have to be a giant douche. I think a medium-sized douche would get one of those. <laughs> Jake, we're all on the same level. I know. There's not that many we are. Douche. We are. There's only one kind of douche. America. Uh, Why you got to make it more complicated? Why can't there yeah. be one healthcare plan? Why can't there be one kind of douche? Why can't there yeah. be just one tuxedo that we all get free? Yeah, it's only one. Yeah, douche. They're all the same, right? You're shitting in the elevator, driving a revving your Ferrari, <laughs> buying a buying a custom golf cart. It's all the same. It's all the same level. Yeah, it is. Well, Nige, what a week! What a week, right? Thank you for being available to do this well i appreciate it thank you for having me it was a fun time would you like to say anything and would you want to plug anything or say anything what's your website nigel no not really nigeljlawrence.com there's nothing on there to look at what are you, you on go twitter? There you are want. you on twitter or facebook oh, my twitter's on there my twitter and facebook is on my website we can be friends on there and instagram you can you can follow me around uh the uk are you nigel instagram. lawrence on instagram nigel j lawrence on instagram yeah sweet all right the, the nice the J stands for just Nigel. <laughs> yeah, just Nigel, just Lawrence. <laughs> All right, Nigel. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. Bye. I'd love to. <laughs> but my boyfriend. <laughs> I got a boyfriend with the Viper. He drives. But it was like this. It was like this. He drives the Viper. <laughs> like as the door closed. Like her face was right in it. I mean, it was, and we just doubled over laughing. Like she must have heard us because we just hysterically were laughing when she did it. I know she was going for it. I want to believe we're in a world where she was going for it. Oh, she was serious. Like she was not, Mm -hmm. she wasn't trying to be funny or anything. Like that was her life. Like, I mean, if if that was a joke, if she was joking, I would have immediately made her come in the elevator with us because she'd be the coolest chick ever, like the funniest person. If that if she was joking, like if that was her joke. But, well, the way you're no. doing it, it seems like she was joking, but that's you joking about her not joking. Yeah, it's me making fun of her. She was 100% serious. Okay. Like, it was, now I understand. Yeah, it was nuts. It's okay, funny. that wasn't the end before, but this is the end now. Okay. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when is it over? It's and it's over. Now. Yeah. No, wait, but one other. No, oh, no, no. It that's end? it. Okay. I thought. Just have one more thought. No, never mind. Okay, it's over. The doors have closed. The elevator doors have closed. Yep. Bye. Bye, bird. <laughs> Well, that is it for this week, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for listening. It's been my pleasure. It's been my pleasure. I hope it's been your pleasure. I hope I'm going to see you out there in the world making some plans to go to some new places in the world. This week, Austintown, Ohio, that's a new place, Austintown, Youngstown. First they told me it was Austintown, but now I hear it's Youngstown, and maybe they're right next to each other. I'm going to find out and report back into you. 
because that's what I do. Or you can report into me anytime you like. You know where I am. You know how to find me. Thank you for the people who have reported in. I did get a nice email from a listener, and I appreciate it. So here's what I can tell you. Same as always. Don't give up. Why? Because there will be plenty of time to give up later. There's no point in giving up now. It's, in fact, it's absurd. It's absurd to quit now when you could quit later. Give yourself a break and don't quit. Oh, I'm receiving a text. This could be exciting. I've got to go, and I hope you enjoy yourself until the next time I speak with you in this machine. Whatever it is, wherever you got this, don't forget to go there next week. Bye-bye. Yeah.